What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Bro, you are struggling today. Oh, my goodness. It's Paper Marcus. What's good? What's good? What's good? What up? It's Charles or Chuck. What's going on, everyone? You got Haz or Matt. First episode of the year. First tournament of the year. We got the first champion right here in the podcast. Let's go, Tweak. Let's go, Tweak. Thank Good tournament. You. Let's make big moves. Weak. Actually, I guess it was technically the second tournament of the year uh, because we had Japan, obviously. But first one, NA. Uh, big W coming in. No sets dropped. We're obviously going to get into it, uh, into that. And then also Umabora as well. So, yeah. hey, first one of the year. Let's go. Yeah, what do you got to say? episode 83. Uh, thank you to Chris from production and B for all the new artwork and stuff like that. Um also, I'm really, really sick from the tournament, so my apologies if I suck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Can't win them all. It's okay. It's okay. You didn't suck this weekend, though. Yeah, True. That's, that's the main thing. You were, you were playing uh, playing crispy clean. I loved it. It was really fun to watch, Gavin, for real. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I think the biggest thing to talk about when it comes to let's make big moves was all best of five. Um because that's not normally the case at a lot of tournaments. And it went really well. I saw everyone was really happy with it. Um, I, I feel like it was on schedule. I remember seeing like top 16 or top eight, like start literally on the minute. So I guess that shows that it's possible. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I had a great time with it. Yeah, I certainly haven't seen any top players complain about it. Um, yeah. It just makes those deadly, you know, right before top 128, before top 64, like those dangerous kind of unknown hidden boss guys, like a little less scary. But then yeah. also it's good for people who go, uh, who don't get the top cut of bracket, you know, 0 2 2 2 3 2 whatever. Just you more get to play games. more games. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe get more experimental and try to figure things out. Because there are players too who aren't in the top cut of bracket, but also avoided things like getting upset early. Like, oh, it would have been a 2-1, but luckily I had that extra game and I won two games in a row. And so I think overall, I mean, more games is is better, obviously, but then also you get more consistent uh, results. And I, I was saying that actually in commentary because in a best of five, to me, that means more then if you beat someone at best of five, it means more than if you beat someone at a two out of three. You know what I'm saying? Like if you beat Leo in a best of five, Versus if you beat Leo in a best of three, in my opinion, it should be weighted differently. But that's like a whole nother discussion for a whole nother time. Yeah. It's I feel like no one would even out. disagree like mentally. Yeah. It's that much more impressive. And you have to win three, I don't know you if y'all noticed, games, yeah. but I, I kept hearing whispers of like a lot of reverse three O's outside of like the deep parts of bracket, like round ones, like reverse three O's like happened multiple times at like a bunch of levels of play. And I think that just shows that maybe best of five is a bit more healthy for the nature of this game uh, rather than best of three. And I, I doubt every tournament's going to be best of five from here on out or anything, but um, it shows that it can work and it shows that it's also really good. Um, but yeah, it was smash ultimate. Like there's, there's so many variables and matchup checks and rough situations that best of five seems pretty healthy um but yeah that's just that's just me i know me and has that were there but i would like to hear charles and marcus a bit too uh i remember a long time ago japan was running 
best of five uh, all throughout the tournament. And people said, well, that's because it was singles only, right? Like you would have yeah. to cut off all the other side events, but let's make big moves, like show that it was definitely possible that you could run side events and have best of five, like all throughout the bracket. Um, so I think with that being said, maybe not every tournament has like the space or like the, the uh, staff for that, you know, um, but maybe not whole tournament, but at least top 128, right? Like I feel like, if you can make it the top 128 best of five instead of like, you know, last day, top 48, top 64, like, I think you'll see a lot more like different results and consistency among like the top players instead of, oh man, they got upset because they didn't know this like thing and they saved it for the second game. And, you know, like they like saved some random gimmick and you like didn't know about it. Bless you. Um, Thank you. So I don't know. It was super sick. Uh, it did feel like in the beginning, some of the matches were kind of dragging on, but that's because, y- you know, like when it's, I think about this when I'm at my local where like they put early things on the stream and uh, worst players don't necessarily know how to end stocks or end games. So they just naturally go longer. It's not like a, a bad thing or anything. It's just the nature of it. That is and, a bad thing. It is what it is. That's a bad thing, Marcus. What the heck? I don't know. I mean, okay, sure. So, um, a lot, a lot of times, I'm like, dude, like, I like play a set, like, and they already finished their first game, and I finished the whole set. I'm like, how are y'all still playing? You know, but that, yeah. that, that, I felt that on the stream where I was like, dude, like, this is taking forever. Is another set ever gonna start? Like, yeah. And there's rarely like three O's in lower levels, like straight shutouts. So it's usually more games, and it's like, bro, like, on. But for the people that are at the tournament experiencing the best of five, oh, it's lit! Like, what the heck? Yeah, but that was just like one like thing that, for me personally, like most some people probably won't even agree, but I was just like, dude, like, what's happening? That was that was definitely my commentator point of view uh, that day. Like I was I was happy obviously for best of five throughout and that's great, but round round one round two best of five it's just not it's not a great viewing experience you know and it's just not. But running parallel with that is the kind of you know we're on the horizon of this new technology of the quad stream, so yep. you could just schedule it a little bit better. So it's like the early stuff is just on the quad stream and then once you get to a match that's three rounds in or whatever it might be something interesting then you bring in dude that opens up a possibility to do while the early rounds are going on have commentators on for a half hour doing a bracket preview and shit like that like it could change the whole format it could be really really fun actually like this is a analyst desk wait my dream analyst desk please my dream dude me and chuck on a desk what the heck i'm gonna lose my job to marcus what the heck you're a commentator see if i'm suiting up too you're 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 funny man okay you're funny (laughs) funny man man. i'm I'm suiting up wait huh Put me on the desk. Be oh, snap. He wants to be on the desk. Playing like Gavin. top 16 in a suit. <laughs> Gavin's going to be like, bro, I'm kind of tired. After my set, I go to the desk to like talk about his DK tie. His DK tie is just like, oh, yeah, of course. Of his DK tie, you know? <laughs> Gotta go to work. But, it, but yeah, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. The format change, right? And I think the only con is lower level best of fives are going to take longer for the viewer. Which you can mitigate in so many different ways, like Haz was saying. Throw it on Quadstream. Don't even stream it. There's so many different things to do to 
kind of get around that, right? And I, I think a quad stream with no commentators is the easiest way to do it. So it's just like, okay, cool. Stop we don't it, necessarily Chuck. have to. You're giving away our job. Oh <laughs> I mean, if you want to commentate those matches, it's, Bro, it's rough. What are you talking about? We had so much fun when we did it. Wow. Is he, were, well, you were you lying, Chuck? Well, we're we're in SoCal, so you know, SoCal players are a little. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just Nobody... kidding. I'm just kidding. SoCal sucks. Leave me alone. <laughs> but. <laughs> What's going on but, right now? The, the thing about just, I think it's so good for the player experience for the best of five, right? I think best of five, there's so many players that don't even get to experience that because you got to get to like yeah, top 32, sure top 64. First time. Right, right. So the it's it's very hard for newer players to even experience that. And when I used to coach, you know, just publicly and I like coached a lot of lower level players, uh, that's something they would express to me. Some of them would be like, I'd be like, okay, let's pull up some tourney VODs. Some of them wouldn't even have best of five. Some of them wouldn't even have offline tournament VODs and would be going off of online tournament VODs and stuff like that. So just accessibility to the lower level players and giving them more experience. Because when you think about in terms of most lower level players, they don't have like a sponsor or anything like that. So they're paying all this money to go to a tournament, right? Hotel, flight, all that stuff. To any format that increases the amount of games you can play, in the tournament, right? Because even, and I think you all can agree with this, the only way to simulate somewhat of a tournament match is to do a money match. But that's still not the same, right? If you beat Tweak in a money match, does, what does that mean? Not, it's not, it's nowhere even close to being Tweak in tournament, right? Or Leo or any top player like that. So, uh, I mean, the, money matches do have weight. You know, you can up up the ante, you can make it like a $1,000 money match. So it, then all of a sudden it becomes more impressive, right? Like we've seen thousand dollar money matches in Smash before, so you ain't catching definitely me doing wouldn't a money be. Match. I don't do <laughs> right, and and I mean most most top players don't even do it just because of the whole like someone. It's like the whole annoying thing of okay, I, I I'm not playing in tournament. I kind of just want to either play friendlies or something, and someone money matches them, and then all of a sudden something's on the line, and then it's just annoying to hear. Oh my god, I dude, I just beat tweaking a. One dollar money match I, against I, his I, Donkey Kong. Like I'm already stressed whatever, enough. Right? Like in the actual bracket, why would I do a money match? Right, exactly. So <laughs> let me minimize I, my nerves. My main point is lower level players get more bang for their buck for the tournament. The only oh, yeah. con is the the viewing of the earlier bracket because at least if it's just you know best of three, like Marcus said earlier, it lower level players don't know how to push advantage state as hard or seal out stocks as early, so the matches tend to drag a little longer. Which is fine, though. I mean, again, I don't mind commentating totally. those matches, but in best of five, it just can drag on for a really, really long time. So the view, like the viewership, might go down a little bit, or people just might not be interested. But I think it's worth the trade-off if the TOs have the resources in terms of the, uh, you know, the staff, and you have to have setups too, right? You need space, yeah. you need setups, you need staff. So this isn't easy as just like, oh yeah, any tournament can do it. There's a reason why other tournaments don't do it. It just depends on their resources the heck happened you guys went soft you guys are suddenly saying it's okay to not have a good advantage state and not close out stocks what happened when is that okay that's never okay i mean you just can't no i know that best i'm saying that everyone starts you don't know has like this could be their first tournament this could be the second week they're playing the game who knows don't put it on my screen (laughs) (laughs) i only want top players I mean, usually, and, no, know, I good. Even sometimes, honestly, those early rounds are really fun to watch because it's very even. So there's like a it's like a classic commentary debate. Would you rather watch like top player 
against like you know uh someone who's not going to make the top or round cut one, or round two yeah. yeah or someone or two players who are going to do the same my answer is always two players who are going to do the same because at least it's going to be interesting you know you don't know what's going to happen and that's more interesting to me um than just a top player just like outplaying somebody obviously i'm just kidding but at the same time it, it, it does affect the viewer experience and it does affect the commentary schedule and stuff. I'm saying there's a better use of the time is what I'm saying. What about the squad stream? Now we have, now we have four slots where they can get bot review and all that stuff. And something there's that like, there's something that good tournaments do too. Like shine shout outs to Matt.zev. That's like a way throwback melee name. He's the man. They do like redemption brackets and they do lane ship brackets and stuff. So you can play in tournaments all weekend. It doesn't matter if you're a one tour, two tour. It doesn't matter if you got top 64. Like you can enter all these brackets and play for, I think it's like prizes and stuff or like entry fee. I don't know. It's like for a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, like you guys said, the in-person experience is so important, especially with Smash. So we got to keep it going. Keep yeah. it moving. Anyway. I guess we get uh, into the bracket now, right? I was going to say, speaking of the in-person experience, I love the crew battle. I thought that was super fun. Oh, yes, Crew Battle. That was fun, yeah. I thought that was a good event. Hey, Gavin, how do you feel about it? You love Crew Battles, right? No. <laughs> but I feel like I, I can't not do it, because I feel like my presence on the team has too much impact, as arrogant as that sounds. It feels like the Crew Battle is missing something if I'm not there, whether it's for Tri-State or South Jersey or whatever. Mm. So there's two different kind of Crew Battles. So... We did South Jersey versus SoCal, but Jew just never showed up, so we lost. <laughs> Jackal oh. just didn't show up. And then I get a text from Jackal later in the day. He's like, yeah, tomorrow we're doing a Tri-State versus Georgia, Georgia, Florida again. And I'm just like, what is going on? Why is the person who didn't show up texting me this? <laughs> and I was like, Dude. I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to go Sephiroth if I play. Like, that's the, like, sorry. Like, I'm throwing mildly. Um, and that's what happened. And we won. And I was very proud. I feel like everyone on our squad did really well except me. <laughs> but that's good enough to win. So I was very proud. Like, uh, Syrup did fantastic. Jackal closed it out. Um there were some other ones. Damn, I'm so tired and sick. What happened in the crew battle? Which one? The st- like state. Which, by the Tri-state way, Tri-State versus Georgia, Florida. As as a viewer, like sitting at home, I'm looking at the bracket and I'm like, oh, Ohio versus South. Oh, blah blah blah. And then I just see Mexico, and I'm like, in what world yeah. are any of these states gonna beat Mexico? Like, yeah. what? this isn't even. Why? Like, I was just sitting there like, this is so unfair. When I found out the format was like 3v3, I was like, okay, I get it. Like a bracket 3v3. But the thing I but like about they that. They still though, had a pretty big advantage, obviously. Well, the thing I like about it, though, is it incentivizes crews to roll in together. So it's like, yeah, damn, that's unfair. But maybe next time we kind of, we get better, stronger representation. You know what I mean? What state is beating Mexico in a crew battle? None of them. I'll be honest. Uh, Japan. That state is awesome. Yeah, great state. Yeah, great state. Incredible. Well, Mexico's not a state. What the heck? Well, yeah, that's what Marcus is saying. That's what I'm saying. I know, that's what I'm saying too. I was like, dude, what is this? Like, there's no way they lose. I don't even. The know South portion of New Jersey versus Mexico, the country. <laughs> that's really. 
Let's go. <laughs> New York split in four different ways versus I was like, dude, well, what? Right, because now you could just do like a tri-state all-star team. You're saying that wouldn't be competitive? Of course it would be. It would, would, but oh, yeah, no, I, get, I get why it happened now. And it's because it was a... Well, you have to have it, a bracket. You have to have more v, than like yeah. one or two teams. Yeah, The 3v3 three yeah. three aspect made it more doable for everyone, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, but we won the Tri-State versus Florida Georgia, which is cool because now we're 1-1. Yep. So that means we have to do it again, mm-hmm. and we just have to figure out when that's happening. And that will be the one, you know what I mean? Yep. Will you go, Diddy, for that one? So I'm probably going to be stuck playing that one too. Yep. <laughs> Depends that's on my mood. If I'm in a bad but will mood. Will you go, Diddy? If I'm in a bad mood, I'm not going Diddy. Bro, let's go. Donkey Kong. Let's make moves, Columbus, Ohio. Then you guys go because it has to be neutral territory, right? <laughs> it has to be yeah, neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make moves. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it in like another country. Let's say, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you uh, go to Mexico and then separate. You know what I mean? Then it's like <laughs> USA All Star Team. Like, it's yeah. Crew. Let's see how you like it. <laughs> Mexico. It's all, all the different cities. regions of yeah, all yeah, all cities, all right? Regions. Versus Honestly, the United States, Mexico, South Mexico though, City versus. <laughs> <laughs> split up this the mexicans oh yeah they would go kind of insane because i think some of the players are all from the same area so yeah they actually they are, yeah we'd lose well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, backfi- it backfires <laughs> it would be very all right dumbasses you lose anyway i feel like it started the energy really well for the event like yeah. it was pretty loud in there well every yeah group, and i think every- go ahead truck I, I think Smash, I mean, when we think about back in the day, it was a lot about regional pride. I, I don't think there is as much regional pride as there was, you know, back in like the Brawl or the Smash 4 days. But a lot of the roots of Smash and even FGC is regional pride. So and I like the, you know, bracket style, single elimination and a way to open up the event, too. And then you can kind of, you know, pivot into singles and stuff like that. I know uh, Genesis 3 was probably one of my favorite crew battle brackets, you know, very historical crew battle bracket so i think uh let's make moves kind of continuing the trend of crew battles and keeping it going and keeping it in the ultimate scene as a cultural thing is really sick exactly charles and i love that it's like one of its signature things that it has like shout out to max who i'm pretty sure is the brain behind that (laughs) i mean it's his whole (laughs) it's his whole event so what happens basically is up to him but him and his whole crew for putting it on and making it such a staple of this event is like you said it's important for the culture because that's such a staple of smash is like you know pride Pride in your region and your players and all that stuff. So I, I want to see it. Like, it, it's gotten to a good point here for sure. Like, there are a lot of really good players and really good teams playing in here. I want to see I want to see it better next year. Like, I want to see, like, like the crews. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see something crazy. But and it's always Tri-State versus uh, another crew, too, which has been great. We need to expand that as well. Actually, no, it needs to be Florida and Georgia again for the run back, true. That's too agree. Yeah. We need also, at least one more. For true. Cool. Those, those regions are... Are pretty insane, so it makes sense that it would be those two. Yeah, right. I, I wonder who what the third like another region would be. I guess the Midwest was doing really well, like Ohio did man. really well in the yeah. battle. I guess second SoCal is not even top three U.S. regions. Feels bad, man. No, nah. well, MSM's back. You guys start leveling <laughs> up. Again. Back. <laughs> True, y'all about to level back. up. Oh my god, <laughs> it's back. Well, it's every other week though, so it's it's yeah, yeah. slow. So we're, we're not up. back we're we're back at half power right yeah for now like, yeah, but yeah i think now. there there's no contest in terms of i think all four of us can agree the two strongest regions in you know the united states are going to be tri-state and you know that south uh, florida georgia yeah yeah southeast region yeah, very sure. very powerful region yeah sure. oh yeah like, that, that roster went deep too mm-hmm. 
I feel like we're comparing us. We're very different too, like play styles. Like oh, it's kind yeah. of cool how like yeah, yeah, the environment you're from can like form who you are as a player. So, well, and like, the character pools too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's try yeah. state campers. If we just sum it up, oh, yeah. good matchup. I mean, Tri State is Team Fundamentals, duh. T3 Fundamentals. True, actually. (laughs) It's funny, though, because Georgia has, it's it's like they have crazy rushdown and then they have Sonic players. You know what I'm saying? They they have very. uh, You got the other side to an extreme, like more than us. Yeah, extreme parts of the spectrum, you know? Roy, 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 Captain Falcon, Ken, and then Sonic. Like, (laughs) I'm sure you've had enough of being rushed down. Let's. Nah. Slow down. <laughs> let's take it easy a little bit here yeah um all right let's talk about the singles bracket uh are you ready gavin to talk about yeah, your run i can talk about my run do you want me to do everything? top 128 probably start top 128 yeah okay well we, we can start with best of five so what was, what was your first best of five man? round one <laughs> oh. <laughs> round two true oh you got a buy. yeah yeah you got a buy okay Ooh, come on Seated. yeah but it was a be- but it was a best of five buy it still is <laughs> it has to be okay can't catch me slipping hot set um yeah i won my first few matches 3-0 all diddy um and then for top 128 which was saturday my first match was against squid plumbers richter um and something that's interesting about my first two matches of top 128 is if it was best of three it would have been 2-0 for me but both sets ended up being 3-1 so it shows that like best of five could go deeper and it's worth doing um but yeah against squid plumber i feel like the games i won a couple of them were really really good and um i made like a there was a pretty close game i won as well um, but yeah, I was up 2-0, lost a game, and then just had another clean victory. Bro. Um, Diddy? I think Diddy Belmont's pretty hard. Okay. Uh, has and I might start arguing, but I think it's losing for Diddy. It's it's either slight losing for Diddy or, or even. But I always say this with Belmont matchups. If, if it's even, that means it's a pain in the ass for the other character. Because <laughs> they're they're able to do something, which is annoying. Yeah. So it's either slight losing for Diddy or, or even is how I feel about it. But yeah, yeah, not not uh, an easy matchup, that's for sure. Yeah, I feel like I being ready really helps though. I feel like if you just like just picked up Diddy or if you're not super technical and you're just playing basic Diddy Kong, like it's the type of character that you'll just like super dread fighting. I feel like you gotta work extremely hard. And I feel like any matchup where Diddy starts to struggle, obviously the you gotta start doing like execution heavy things to keep up and stuff like that. And that's why those matchups can be so tough. Um, but yeah, I win that 3-1. Bro. Quick and then I played Jaja Jaja. Quick interjection. Sorry. Um, I was watching you versus Squid Plumber. Yeah. And I messaged Haz. I was like, bro, I think Gavin is playing terrible. Yeah. Like, I watched the first game and like you 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 three-stocked him. It's I funny. I said this to Haz. I was like, you three-stocked him? And I was like, but Squid couldn't even hold the controller. Like, bro was just he, he has too D2, nervous. Too, yeah. yeah, too, too nervous. And then game two, I was watching, and I was like, Kevin is playing really bad. Like, he's missing every follow-up. He's not catching the banana, like, missing every left track. Oh, this is bru- This is going to be rough. And you lost game three, and I was like, and then game four started. And I was like, I think he needed to lose one. I think he needed to lose a game to really, like, oh, okay, hold on. Yeah. I actually, it's funny because, like, even y'all on the podcast are like, oh, good job. You played great. 
And I don't think I played great overall, but I think like there was just moments where I like just like just like one and like played like good enough. And I feel like that's the case for like all of my sets. Like there's so many, <laughs> sorry. Oh no. There are so many sets where uh, I really had to bounce back. Um, my, my second set in top point 28 was J jaw, J jaw. I've actually been terrified to play J jaw's Kirby for a while now. <laughs> I was like, it's going to happen someday. Like yeah. it's, it's Kirby and it's a really good one. And you've never seen this in your life. And Diddy Kong definitely destroys Kirby like on paper. But then if you dive into it, like there's definitely Kirby, like Diddy has a hard time with the weirdest characters. So like I was expecting like to hate everything playing against Kirby as Diddy. And I didn't want to go Sephiroth either. Cause how do I hit Kirby? It's like, we both can't hit each other. So I just played um, Diddy in that set, and I won three one. It was pretty dominant, but like Marcus said, like I lost a game three specifically, like last hit. Um, but then I just like uh, won the the fourth game. What's crazy about this set is Jaja Jaja three owed Apple the Steve player going into this set with Kirby, and Apple switched off of Steve to to Ice Climbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's wild. I was expecting to fight Steve. And I was actually ex- excited to fight Steve. It's been a little bit for me. And I was going to go Sephiroth versus mm-hmm. Steve from now on, like any Steve player. Um, and like I hadn't played Sephiroth yet, so I, I wanted to. And I expected to because Kirby versus Steve. Um, but I played Jay John instead, so just another Diddy match. And then my closest set of the event was Anathema. Um, I would say maybe like close to some other ones. I had a lot of game five stuff, but this one, like I was down a full stock game five. Um, and I think it's the best a Rob has ever played versus me, honestly. In a like in a long time, like other than like Zachary's Rob. Um, I won game one. Um, in game two, I was about to win. I SD'd and that's where I think everything started. Anathema played really defensive, um, got really valuable hits when it mattered. Um, but game five, like with that lead, after getting a significant lead, did like a greedy laser in the corner and I got my neutral air dare. And like from there, like I feel like it was just like I barely, like I just had a little more gas in the tank in comparison. Um, so that was one of those sets that like decided my entire weekend. Um, I'm proud of myself for staying calm. I felt like I felt very collected the entire set, which is crazy because of all the pressure in game five and I'm losing and I SD'd in a crucial moment. Like, so like, despite not thinking I've been playing well, like the entire event, like kind of like hot and cold, I was proud of myself for like staying alive, of course. Um, but I just had a bunch of wake up calls, like Marcus said. Um, and then my next set was, Probably my favorite win of the tournament. Um, whenever someone beats me, uh, especially <laughs> if it's multiple times in a row, I pretty much dedicate my entire existence to wanting to beat them. Um, and this was like the number one person in the event that I wanted to beat. And it was Riddles. Um, game one, I think I was winning the whole time and lost, which is like usually what happens when I play Riddles. Checks and out, then game two starts and I get zero to death. And I'm just like, well, like this, 
it's like it's just replaying itself again right um but winning that game was so huge for me the fact that i was able to win that when it was like a worst case scenario i did at zero and like 30 or 40 for two of my stocks so basically it was completely unfair but i still won um and i'm super proud of that um and then i feel like i just um ran away with it the next two games especially especially game three i think um hollow bastion worked out really well those two games um and i just practiced really hard for that one and a lot of my strategies worked really well and that's what i'm most happy about that i like really studied up i even played some friendlies with riddles like learned a lot and um just worked really hard for it and that was my favorite win of the event I wonder what your win rate is on Hollow Bastion because I feel like it's getting I crazy, huh? Rarely see you lose there. Yeah, I love it. Have I talked to you all about? It? I really like that stage's layout, like a lot. Yeah, I and mean, you I, liked Smashville, and it's mm-hmm. similar to Smashville. It, I, obviously, there's differences in it, but yeah. I know. I feel like I haven't loved your, Smashville in a while. Like loved it. Yeah, Diddy, like, like he's so good everywhere, but like I feel like I've been banning Smashville. Like I, I usually don't ban stages really, but. When I was playing Spargo's Cloud, I, was I knew like, it. No, no more Smashville. <laughs> I can't yeah. play the game. So I, when I think of when you loved Smashville, that was like your Wario phase. Yes, I remember Wario. when you were a Wario main. It's like I, it's just like man, you don't take tweak to Smashville when he's playing Wario. Like you will get destroyed because you. Would, it, it's it's kind of like Leo's Ike, where there's always an extension because you're fighting for center stage, right? So the extension is always there in the center stage. But yeah, I don't know. It, what's I don't know what it is, with but it's. Fashion. It's so comfortable. Maybe just like, a little bit more. It's, it's like not too bigger. small, not too big. Like the platform layout's great for Diddy. I feel like I get banana enough while still like being, getting a lot of aggression and like pressure. Um, you have room I to play. You can still go underneath it too, right? Yeah, I can go under every stage that doesn't have a wall that they've yeah. ever had legal. Yeah. Um. So yeah, GGs. Uh, <laughs> You can't take me I to really Kalos, like. you can't take me to PS2, and I'll go under every other stage. Did he you, went under P- you, you went under PS2 a lot, too, though. Not to the other side. But, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, stay on the same side. But. Discount Kalos. <laughs> and then I think everyone's favorite or, like, most anticipated was me versus Leo. And that's another thing. Like, playing against someone like Riddles and, like, having a crazy, tense situation and being able to win. And, like, my reward is I get to play, like, my biggest rival – felt really good um you know like i worked hard to get to that spot and um like the anathema set was even crazier so i was i was happy i felt like i kept my cool in so many different situations that were very scary as a diddy player because it's not like i'm just going to kill you at zero like i have to like my i only got one early stock in all these situations you know what i mean um but yeah and i know everyone wanted to see me versus leo's joker um, and I was pretty impressed with Leo's Joker because obviously he hasn't played me with Joker before, um, like my Diddy that is, and I just expected Leo to be uncomfortable, but I think he played it. Um, I think he has the foundation set already without ever playing against me, which is pretty pretty cool. Um, because I played a lot of, I've actually played the matchup on both sides. I had a Joker phase for a bit, and I played with uh, Rivers and stuff. And I kind of know what Joker has to do if he wants to win. And Leo actually did it pretty well. Um, so I think it's pretty 
pretty cool that like it's only going to get harder because I like not to sound arrogant I thought he would have to lose to me a couple times to um figure out the foundation for that matchup um but he was clearly like a bit more ready for it than I thought um so game one was last hit and game two I like won like a little solidly but it's like joker I think I was like at 50 (laughs) um so I guess it's not like super dominant Game two or game three, I made like a pretty crazy comeback, which is like so huge. Like going up 2-1 instead of being down 2-1 is insane. insane. Um, but yeah, his Joker played it phenomenally in a lot of situations, I think. Um, but game four, I feel like uh, I had it figured out for that set. Uh, I played pretty well at the start of that game four. <laughs> Bro, you were... <laughs> mixing bro yeah. everybody was tweeting about that they were like bro did you see the cross up down to in the plot and i was like yeah those first two stocks were like very Ooh. cool um you're doing the dash attack cancel like jump turnaround tech a lot too yeah it was a sequence uh i hope people even realize that's what i did <laughs> it's just so hard to react to and yeah yeah i th- love i think this was such a anticipated matchup too right like you said this is the first time Tweaks Diddy versus Leo's uh, Joker ever happened. And I remember when you were picking up this character, one of the big pluses for you were like, oh, Diddy does well versus Joker. Like, I, I think this is going to be my answer to Leo's Joker. But yeah. Leo switched characters in quarantine as well. Yeah. You picked up Diddy in quarantine and then he picked up a pilot in quarantine. So we really never got to see the showdown. That's right there. That clip. So yeah. good. That was the um, the dash that cancel to uh, like you dash attack and then you cancel a jump. You have to pivot the item toss around. Really hard to react to, and then obviously Gavin also reacted to the fact that he was on the other side. So incredible play. This set, you, uh, it was really fun to watch, and it was just a clash of something that everyone has been anticipating for such a long time: the Tweak Diddy versus the Leo. Yeah. So I'm glad we finally got to see it. it. Feels like yeah. a summit where, like, it felt like it was grand finals, and it definitely wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, and I like, think you said it. Oh, go ahead. Like to the people, you know what I mean. I think viewers. you said it. You said it well too, Gavin. Where this is, this was great. Obviously, it was chapter one though of this matchup. You know what I mean? It's gonna change a lot over the next. And it was the same thing with Leo when he first picked up Joker's. And this is like relearning how to ride a bike. You know what I mean? Especially learning matchups like you haven't switched off Diddy or stopped playing Diddy completely in. I don't even know how long. It's been a long time though. Like you, you've been pretty locked into him for a while. And yeah. Leo's Joker is de-rusting now. I think he knew that going to this tournament too. I don't know if his expectations were to win immediately, or I mean, they probably always are with him. Is always to win. But I know obviously that this is setting up very nicely for for Genesis. And a lot of people are talking about the big four right now, which are you, Leo, Spargo, and, and Akola, of course. So I thought this is like the perfect way to kind of set up and get ready for Genesis too. So I'm looking very forward, uh, very much forward to the next time that you two play and seeing exactly what he's got cooking up. Cause you know, you know, he's going to change a lot. Like it's not going to yeah. say it's not, you're, you can't just do the same shit again. It's not going to work. There's no way. That's why I feel like he played it way better than I expected. Cause I think it's a really good matchup for Diddy, but I think Joker has a lot of good potential of Joker like camps and play super defensive. And I feel like that's exactly what Leo did especially when the matchup was going well for him, like just chipping away with gun out maneuvering me um, and just making it really hard to even up the game. And I think that's the main core for Joker winning this matchup. And I feel like Leo did it um, 
like immediately. So that's um, like, I'm definitely looking forward to playing it again because he's already like pretty proficient at it. Um, but yeah, I win that three, one. And then I basically just watched Sparta versus Gluto just to see who I was playing against next, of course. And Gluto has definitely done it before. I think Gluto had won the last couple sets or something like that. Um, and um, I was basically just watching. And if Gluto like won, I was going to warm up Sephiroth because I haven't played Sephiroth in the entire bracket yet. Um, but if I played Spargo, I was just going to go all Diddy. And Spargo won, so I was like, all right, I'm not even going to bother warming up uh, Sephiroth yet. Um, and then me versus Spargo, like, how many times has it been game five? I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> uh, I feel like we both, especially him, because he's like, he won a couple, like a few times in a row. I feel like his adaptation is so dominant and quick. It's just like robotic almost. It's really <laughs> frustrating to play against. And, like, I take so much damage every hit. I can't play the game. Can't get my feet on the ground. Um, but, yeah, I obviously kind of like the riddle set. He was, like, number two on the peop- on the list of people I wanted to beat, uh, beat this weekend. And I figured if I made it all the way into the bracket, it would be, like, me and him at some point. Um and the things I specifically practiced, I credit to the win. Um, but it's definitely scary that it has to be that close. Um, so I'm going to continue to study it. And I feel like Spargo just guessed right in so many spots. Like in the scraps, like every cross slash connected, got mit- like a bunch of grabs. It's like, what is happening? You're a robot. Like, and... Just and losing that guessing game or that scrap versus Cloud isn't good. Cloud does like twenty damage, uh, like per stray hit. Like it's it's a lot. Um, right, and then his advantage state just does so. Yeah, much. and you go to the ledge every time, so it's really tough. Um, but regardless of the back and forth, um, it's another situation where I was super down, and I was able to win. And, like, in a tournament environment, I can't help but be super proud of myself because, like, that is so difficult. Um, like, I'm pretty sure game five started and Sparrow just cooked me. Like, didn't have much percent. And I, and I don't want to undermine my character, but Diddy is definitely not the greatest in that situation. <laughs> Diddy is definitely a character that tries to, like, hold the lead and, like, make the game really hard for you when he's winning. Like, Diddy isn't, like, Kazuya or, like, Joker. Like, I, I'm not just going to make a comeback. Like, I'm going to have to deal, like, hundreds of damage to bring the game back. So, um, and that's exactly what I did. And I was really proud of that. Um, especially versus a character as oppressive as Cloud. But, yeah, I, I practiced a lot of specific things for that. And it really paid off this time to give me the win. And then Grand Finals, it feels like um, the same thing, honestly. Like, just crazy adaptation back and forth, so. But I want—I do want to hear what y'all think about, like, some of the later sets from me. Okay. The only thing I really uh, wanted to talk about was... Well, actually, there's, there's two, sp- two things that I want to talk about. One's, like, a, a statement, and one's a question for you. 
Um, so you were playing Spargo as the last game, and Grants? On the last yeah, and Grants, and on the last stock for the rest of the set, you had been lead trapping from pretty much like like further back, like a little bit further back with the banana behind you. <laughs> but on the last stock, I noticed that you just kept down tilting the ledge, and I was like, "What is happening?" Like what because that's not something that you normally do you don't normally like um you don't normally like hit the same option over and over again at at the super top level because you're expecting something else right yeah but i was just watching and i was like dude like how is it possible that you're you're correct but it feels like you're not changing anything I, Um, i was so confused you're exposing my practice that i didn't specify but um Oh. So, dang! Basically, hey, like whoa, whoa, it, the secrets, man, the secret. It, it, it is the secret, but um, you're good. I think it kind of all connects into the idea of like, um, I did stream yesterday. Like, I really want to keep practicing, even though I'm feeling terrible. Um, and a lot of people were asking like certain questions, like, "Oh, why did you do this? Why didn't you do this? Like, why didn't you do this combo instead of this combo? Like, why'd you do this combo instead of this combo?" And I think a lot of my decision making all connects into the same idea of like fanning cloud off stage and like clouds on the ledge. Right. And I'm just like pushing and pushing and pushing and like trying to fan cloud off. Like I use a lot more forward air, um, a lot more down to the ledge and just like, just putting as much pressure as I can off stage. Um, and I'm just really happy that it worked out because a lot of people gave me different advice, not to say that they're like giving me bad advice or anything, but, I'm glad that I figured it out myself and um, did my own thing. Um, did you did you like save that? Like because you didn't really. Do no, it I think it I just connected much. a little better at the end, and mm-hmm. I think I just had the momentum. And Spargo was just playing really fast. True, true. Which is which is rough, and I feel like I do the same thing when Spargo's ledge trapping me. I feel like we just mm-hmm. like it's usually Spargo being impressive, but this time I feel like I gave it back to him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it all connects into the idea of like, oh, I'll do forward throw combos instead of a down throw combo sometimes, or I'll go for a back throw instead of a down throw. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a similar idea rather than like sitting back and like trying to catch Cloud like in a different way when it comes to the corner pressure or ledge trap. Like when he's there, I want to keep him there and um, make the most of it. Not only because of like the character Cloud is, but also because of how much damage I take in that exact situation. So my goal was to try to even the playing field a little bit. And I think that's what happened in like pretty key moments. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, good yeah. question, honestly. Bro was on the ledge for the like pretty much yeah, the it was a while. last stock. I was like, what? why didn't you do this the rest of the set? <laughs> I know it's yeah. not easier said than done. Way easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I wanted to ask, and this is more so outside of us make big moves and more so just you in general, but what do you feel like has changed as a player because you have been extremely consistent recently um you've pretty much only lost to one person um it reminds me of a conversation i had with some like some other top players this weekend where they asked me about like my practice regimen that's a like a fine question you know like people are just curious and I told them I play for two hours a day. Like I just stream my practice and that's all the, like if I'm not live, I'm probably not playing. Sometimes I play once in a while with like has or something, 
um, like in a Discord call. It's obviously not the same as like super grinding. But yeah, it's usually two hours a day on a stream. And I set this to for myself a while ago. I think I've talked about it on the show where I used to burn myself out every day. I used to play until I my brain was mush. <laughs> and like physically I was exhausted. Like I wouldn't eat. Like I would just not take care of myself and I would just play until I knocked out. And like, you know... I specifically set a regimen for myself. I think I could play more a day, but I, that was my starting point, and I've kept it like that for a while. Um, and then, like, everything else, like, I, it, it's still Smash-related. Like, you know, I try to get my exercise in. I meditate a bunch, like, sports psychology books. I'm sure people remember the Summit 3 interview. A lot of people had questions about that where I talked about, like, what I'm working on. And that's just more important for me. And it's funny because like the top players that were asking that question, they were surprised because they know I'm a grinder and that's true, but I'm starting to dedicate myself, not even starting. It's been like a couple of years now. I've been doing this kind of regimen for a while. Um, and it's kind of like I've, <laughs> I've put, I've done so much of the dirty work, right? Like my execution is very consistent. I've just put more hours in than almost anyone on the planet even if I continue to do this for the rest of my life, like I've just put in so many hours regardless. Um, and yeah, like, and then when I'm at a tournament, like I'm super focused on that kind of stuff outside of the bracket. Like I only recently started playing friendlies at tournaments and it's because of uh, my competitive fire to grind with uh, Cosmos and light. We kind of practice every, every tournament. And it's because when they take games off of me in friendlies, like I just get so pissed off that I want to keep playing with them. <laughs> and I think that's pretty healthy too. Like yeah. I'm usually not the biggest friendly guy because I'm really big on like emulating the game in my head. And like, it sounds crazy, but most of my sets in a bracket, I, a lot of the key situations that happen, whether it's winning or losing, like I consider everything usually plays out in my head already. Um, and that's the big thing for me is just like mentally like considering everything before I sit down. So that's just how I prepare personally. Hmm. So you started playing friendlies and you started with getting first and second. Interesting. It's like that's all it takes. It's like I'm getting humbled sometimes. It's like yeah. with the with some of these guys that I play with that like give me a super hard time. Cause it's like I go into pools the next day, like like super on edge in like a good way. Like like I make the most of every hit. Like I'm super trying hard not to get, cause I'm so used to playing these guys that like hit me and I die. <laughs> like I can't do anything. Like, yeah, you got hit and you, and you lost. And when I play in tournaments, sometimes it's pretty surreal. Cause like I'll get hit and I won't die for it in some other matchups or like, or like I play my disadvantage better. And like, I'm like, Oh, I can do this. I have more than just one. Play the game. I have more than like a couple chances to win. And, oh and like, like, you know, I've never verbalized this until you just mentioned it, but like, I, I think I can figure out like why, but like, yeah, like Aegis and Fox, especially and just those two in general, like just so annoying. Like, it's just so frustrating playing with them. And shout outs to light and cosmos. Yeah. It just, Real. it gets me ready for annoying character. for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, big shout out to them. I feel like we grind with each other, and we're also very supportive. Like we're watching each other's matches. Like, um, yeah, like we're just like you know some of the really good players in the United States, and we've known each Regional other camaraderie. For, 
Yeah, we've oh, known each oh. other for a long time. That's how Mexico does it. What yeah. the heck? They all play together all the time. Yeah, we're just off all the time. becoming even better friends, tournament by tournament, and I'm thankful for that. And they're just great guys, and they're really competitive. And um, yeah, it's it's definitely I'm very grateful. Yeah, it's working out for them too. Cosmos beat uh, Shattuck, who has been his bracket demon for I yeah. don't know how many Some good runbacks for three. us. Yeah. For light sure, beat Zamba. Sure. Light, uh, light lost to Zamba last time. Their yep. sets are pretty nuts. They always have good sets. Yeah, like just and Cosmos picked up Corin, which is really funny. He's been yeah. playing Corin again. I'm proud of the experimentation. Mm-hmm. Like Be- putting best yourself five. out there. Corrin. Putting yourself out there is really tough, especially um, in that matchup. You play against Shattuck. That's tough. Yeah. So respect, and it's good data. Like as crazy as, as it sounds, there's no better time in terms of data to experiment than like the biggest stage, obviously it's risky, but I've been there many times and I feel like it works out in the long run. So I think it's cool that he did that. Definitely. I think a related question too, because, and we talked about your run already and there's a lot of potential in here, combination of players and character wise for you to mentally just tilt uh whether i i know you hate the belmonts i know that that's obviously a thing you dropped a game to squid so like there was potential right there like you could tilt, drop another game drop another stock and then snowballs and whatever same with jj like you said you're afraid of kirby who isn't obviously who plays committing that much time to kirby and becoming a top kirby player is insane anathema too like that was just that game five last stock or whatever Going very in a matchup that you pride yourself in doing very well in, and then yeah, Le, and then you look at things like Leo and Arsene, and then just Spargo existing in general and his pressure, <laughs> his advantage state is being yes. so good and frustrating to play against. What have you? And I've noticed you because one thing I always do is I always watch your player cam when bad things are happening. Yes, and you were very and you were very poised throughout the entire weekend. You like barely, even when you lost games, even when you lost games, you didn't do shit. You just sat there. What is it? Something with this tournament or something you've been working on? for a couple tournaments or yeah. how is that working out so well for you? Cause I think that's something you've always been trying to work on. Um, yeah. It, it's been years, right years of working on it. Um, and progress isn't linear, which is like, I think a big topic on this show. And, but I do think it came together for this weekend specifically. And it was enough for me to win. And I'm really happy with that. But I also know like, Oh, so many of those sets, if I lost, like no one would be surprised. Cause they're like game five. Like, so I want to win like, more dominantly i would like to like beat these players 3-0 next time or 3-1 like you want a cushion uh, you want a little game cushion you know what I'm yeah i just i want to win super hard uh like if i could jv4 everyone like obviously that'd be awesome but at the same time <laughs> when you look back on it after winning having those close sets only feels right like it sometimes these smash tournaments feel scripted like with how close they get and how ridiculous the situations are so as a viewer and a fan that's also beautiful but yeah, I'm always trying to like stay ahead and I would like to be very ahead of my peers. But yeah, I've been working on that kind of thing for years and like some days are harder than others, some tournaments are harder than others. But um yeah, I do think I stayed very composed. Like there's so many things I do like in and out of the game to try to like find the right balance of focus. Cuz you don't want to like over focus and you also don't want to like distract yourself too hard so i'm always working on that balance and um (laughs) it sounds silly but i also was just so exhausted from playing so much and like a lot of these competitors including myself like we don't eat uh when we're playing in bracket and like i'm so tired like 
after I um, won winners finals, I kind of wanted to pop off, but I'm so tired. I, I didn't, I didn't even want to pop off <laughs> after grants. Um, I did it because it felt like I had to. <laughs> yeah, I did like, a pop off. What the heck? So I did like a little one because I'm like, it felt like the, it feels like it, it felt like one. all like all the eyes were on me to like do it, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. But like, <laughs> okay, fine. Since you guys want me to, fine. Yeah, stop thinking. Like, geez. Uh, <laughs> but I was just so I was locked say... in and so exhausted that I just I felt like it was a good level of focus. But it was just a, a good day of like just staying focused, like doing all my methods I've been practicing for months and years even. And like, I just held it together and, you know, it's not always going to be perfect. Um, but I think it was like solid enough to keep me going. And I'm just going to continue working on that. Like the biggest thing for me after, like even immediately after the win was I was immediately watching my sets. I was immediately thinking of what's going to happen next time. And I think that's a really big one for me because I feel like everyone can naturally get complacent and that would be so much more frustrating for me than how exciting this win is, is if I got complacent afterwards. So I'm going to work even harder from now on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to piss myself off thinking like, oh, you won that tournament and like your effort like went down a little bit, even if it's just a little bit, like I want to like, uh, really stay on top of myself with my my regimens for improving in smash yeah you got goals bro genesis coming up time yeah. to, time to make it somewhere time to top eight a genesis jeez i've never top eight a genesis it's funny you win this tournament and the goal is to top eight genesis i think it's not the goal no it's, it's a not very good nice stepping head. stone <laughs> It yeah, would be I, nice. It would I be nice to play on eight, Sunday. Jeez. I, I think if you top eight Genesis, you win. Yeah, you carry that momentum. Like, I appreciate that. As a, as a, yeah. Just right, let, let it, me play on that turn? stage for once. Jeez. You've been fuck. I dude, I don't want to say anything because I feel like we're jinxing it if we say anything. Yeah. But you've been so you've been so consistent. No, because it's not jinxing it, because it's not like, yeah, I think you got this. It's like, dude, like factually, you have been so consistent recently. Mentally, you're good. You just got to rest up, obviously. I think that's the biggest hurdle oh, yeah. right now. Is that you're not, you'll, you'll sure be fine I'll be by fine Genesis. By Genesis. But, but it just sucks. Yeah, like two like, weeks. It's bad timing. Yeah, we got two weeks. Yeah. yeah two yeah, weekends, I'm, basically. Yeah. After this podcast, I'm I'm out. A couple games a unite, and then you're... You know, <laughs> Dude. I want to practice right. Smash, too, but I, like, I don't know if it's a good idea, you know. Right? All right, Gavin. Uh-oh. I got some questions. I got Uh-oh. some questions for, oh, with, the, with the brackets. So... I unfortunately was not at Let's Make Big Moves. Huge shout outs to uh, Joe and Max. They always kill it with their tournament yes. series. And fun fact, let's make big let's make big moves and let's make moves series, at least when everyone that's in Tri-State has always been defended by someone in Tri-State. So good shit keeping the uh tradition going. Gavin, you uh you defended your territory. So really sick to watch. Um I was able to watch most of the tournament from Hawaii. I'm still in Hawaii, just taking care of a bunch of family business. So the FOMO was there, especially since you want to. I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm missing out on New York pizza and the Gavin W, but it's all right. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> in that was, order, was in that order, <laughs> in that in that specific order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one thing I know after the scuffed invitational, when I was driving you back to your hotel, we had you know a pretty long conversation about Spargo's Cloud and. Obviously, I don't coach you anymore, but I kind of, and I don't really have time to 
put into giving you like straight advice, but we kind of broke down the problems, right? Like what, what are the issues? And I know one of them was, you know, instilling the fear in Spargo. Spargo's so good at just yeah. knowing when and where to swing and when and where to shield. So every time you feel like you retaliate versus him, uh, it, it, you get shielded in the up smash and stuff like that. And then other than that, it just feels like Spargo's always swinging some kind of bear, some kind of fair, some kind of really long range move that if you get hit, take 20 damage, advantage state, advantage state, advantage state until like 80 or 100 about, right? And also the other frustrating thing that you were talking about and that we just kind of discussed was the recovery. It, you, we're just like, man, it just feels so hard to get the gimp on cloud, right? And one thing that was really cool to watch you do and find... Like, I really like the solutions that you came up with for these problems, which for me, I mean, obviously coaching you before, it was kind of brought a tear to my eye. I'm like, man, like just you, you figured it out really quick and you executed on it really quick. One thing I want to say is you, you were a lot more bold with a short hop fair in neutral. And I know yes. when you, when you think about tweaks play style, and if you've been watching smash for a long time, tweak is a very conservative player. He usually wants you to swing first with punish with banana very movement based trying to move around your swings and tweak doesn't really like to guess much but i really like that you were down to gamble more against spargo and be like all right spargo well you like to gamble well guess what i'm gonna gamble this fair and the cool thing about that specific rising fair especially if you catch spargo trying to drift in and swing you get ndi and so you were taking huge advantage of that in neutral because I was like, oh, I was like, yo, hold up. Like you would just fair, fastball fair again. And then if if there was like another DIN, you could maybe get another aerial or another tilt or something like that. So I really liked how you were, you didn't necessarily instill the fear in Spargo because at the end of the day, he's still going to swing. He's still going to play the game. But you were able to put some sense of like, hey, you can't set up with Cloud all the time. You can't just empty hop in my face over and over and just, yeah. I'm going to be scared of you swinging all the time. So I like the fact that you were, down to gamble in neutral and kind of establish like, hey, you can't just short hop and full hop in my face for free. And then the other big one that I really enjoyed uh, watching was I, I started noticing this. I was like, so Spargo, and this is a very spacey mentality thing too. And I used to play Cloud in Smash 4. So I really understand this. There's a lot of situations where you take more damage when you DI a combo by the edge, but because you take more damage and you or you DI in. So since you DI in, uh, certain characters will have better combos or extensions on you, right? But since you DI in, you're closer to the stage. So it's like, oh, I took 20 more damage, but I'm closer to the stage, so I don't have to necessarily burn double jump or just maybe a simple directional air dodge without burning double jump will get me to the ledge, right? So this is something you're going to see really common with like Little Mac, Cloud, Fox, Wolf, like certain characters that rely on their double jump a lot, and that's where their mix is. They'll DI in to take more damage. And you started abusing that a lot. Like you started up throwing and getting like double aerials on Spargo if he DI'd in, or you'd hit an aerial by the edge and notice that he DI'd in and again, just line up the double aerials and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed watching you kind of abuse some of these tactics that are good specifically for Cloud and that Spargo uses a lot to push Cloud in terms of like, okay, I might take more damage, but I'm not getting gimped, right? And that's the thing about Spargo. Spargo, when you're watching his cloud, it's just crazy because it's a very rare occasion that he gets gimped off stage at like the mid, even like 70 or 80, right? Usually Spargo is losing stocks in the triple digits or later. And if cloud is losing his stocks triple digits or later, you're dealing with a lot of on-stage cloud, which is generally going to be so hard to deal with. So yeah. in terms of specific changes against Spargo, 
just because we had that conversation after the scuffle tour it was really sick to see your adjustments and it was really sick to see you apply them um did, did you have any more like thoughts on those specific interactions yeah it's kind of similar to what i was talking about with um like a lot of the recommendations i had been given i honestly didn't really i might have only taken one and actually used it a lot of them i actually looked in the other direction and it's not that i don't trust people or i disagree with them but for me i just kind of had a feeling that it wasn't really the answer um because i think most people have a pretty poor understanding of cloud i think it's because of how big his buffs were um and it just reminds me of like other characters like um Violet is another one. Um, it's like they simply just forgot that the character got um, like pretty huge buffs. Um, so a lot of people are just so confused. They're like, wow, Tweak, Tweak sucks. He's not edge guarding Cloud. And um, like, I don't even care. I'll say Cloud's recovery is good. Um, and because they buffed his ledge snap. Like it's crazy. People don't even talk about that. Um, they no. might not even they might not even know that. <laughs> um, so I put a lot of my apples uh, into different baskets, and I think it paid off enough to win those two sets. Because um, I knew just simply going out there, you know, maybe it'd be the case for another character, but I don't know if it's fully the case for Diddy Kong. And I just trusted myself. And for a few days, I didn't really know what to do versus Bargo. Um. I'm usually pretty pretty quick to come up with adjustments, whether they're big or small. Even immediately after a loss, I'll know what to do the next time, or at least where to start. Um, with Spargo, it actually took a little bit, um, but I do appreciate everyone like jogging my brain. Um, but yeah, I think people don't understand Cloud. This character is um, extremely messed up, and his recovery isn't bad. <laughs> and he's better than Wolf. True. Yeah. Topic, topic ha, has took the the long haul topic. It's scaling. Easy. His opinion's scaling. I love it. I love when we throw out like which character's better, which character. I love when we do that. It's, it's definitely it cloud though. Conversation and I I will say, I will say, the consistency. Cloud's better than Fox too. Bro, well, yeah. Well, uh. well, Fox is better than Wolf. That was the one right there. Yeah. Okay. So, well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm, Definitely. I'm, I'm. I slowly but surely as every day goes by, I'm softening up. Nope. My opinion on Fox vs. Wolf is softening. <laughs> but nope. Nope. I will I will say Cloud's recovery is looking a lot more consistent and feels a lot more consistent as every tournament goes on. Like because there's so many times. There's so many times where I see like someone go for a two frame attempt, like and I, I just watch a you know tweak versus Fargo is gonna be one of the matches that come up just because it's happened so much recently. But I just see the Diddy for it to overlap cloud and the ledge. And I'm just like, wow, that did not yeah. hit. That, a good Diddy recovery. Tilt, Diddy for tilt is a very fucked up two frame move. Like it's not, it's really, really good. It hits below the ledge. Like it hits all the check marks for being a really, and it's active. It's very active too. So insane. That upbeat buff was so crazy. for cloud. Yeah. They buffed his recovery in more than one way as well, technically, because he gets limit faster and keeps it longer along with the ledge snap. These buffs are ridiculous for a tournament setting. Um, 
And then they buffed a bunch of other unnecessary things, right? Like his kill power. Oh, dash, attack, yeah. dash attack and up smash. Dash, 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 yeah. Bro, the um, thing with his recovery too is Sparkle, a lot of the time, even when he has limit, he holds onto it. Like he he's air, he either air dodges or he's... Because the ledge snap yeah. is that good now, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he could just make it there, man. Yeah. I don't know. You blue, you get that drift. God. Yeah, totally. you're, you're moving yeah. for sure. Yeah. Speaking of clouds, shout out to Enhanced, by the way, Marcus, your region. Reverse oh, yeah, 3-0. That was that's clean. That was clean. Good set. Own it, right? One, yeah. Yeah. Feature. That was a run back from a game five at main stage. So I always say there's a few people I think are like the future of the region, and Enhance is definitely one of them. Definitely. No question. No, the... And what's weird is it kind of feels like it, oh. Yeah, usually I don't give them out often. I was going to say, you don't I, give those out give, often? He won't give it up, yeah. yeah the last time I did it was ZD. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. What? He's good. He wins like everything yeah, yeah. in the region. Okay. And sometimes he pops off in majors. Um, I, I thought you were going like the other direction. No, 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 no. Who do you no, say? No. ZD. Oh, ZD. I thought you were saying I wish ZD would perform more consistently in majors. Like, what about we all know how good he is. I don't give Smoke the... the I, Third dang. place this weekend. The, the future of the region blessing, I don't I don't give it. Win over Mutes this weekend. Where were you? Smoke is mad good. That's what I'm saying. But Smoke plays Ridley. See you. Future of the region, you have you ha- you have to be a good character. You do. Pink Pink is even telling his own region what check marks you have to hit. Yeah, that's why nice. I I think Peanut yeah. is absolutely insane. I think Peanut could be one of them, but Peanut plays Little Mac. There's no way he's gonna be the future of the region. But he'll be like a top player of the region. But nah. Keeping it real. <laughs> no. Uh, Damn. there's a bunch of others players to talk about other than myself as well like sonics god Sonic. that dude is goaded yeah he's so good big boss. big boss yeah big yeah. boss getting a big top eight crazy run um leo's joker of course uh <coughs> with sonic specifically this is someone i play a lot in uh <laughs> grind sessions and uh, Marcus was giving out a blessing, and I'm going to give out my blessing. I think Sonics is one of the best players in the world, for sure. Oh, easy. Um, I feel like we've said that before. Whenever I watch Sonics at a tournament, like, how many people can I say this for? When I watch Sonics play, I feel like I don't understand why um, you won't win this set. Like, why you can't just win every set you play. Like, I'll see him versus, like, you know, like MK Leo or Spargo or like the best of the best. And I'm like, I see you winning. <laughs> like, that is ridiculous. Uh, the character's really strong. Sonic's is extremely strong with Sonic's it, with Sonic in every way. Defense and offense. I, I yes. give the, the crown to Sonic's is Sonic. <laughs> both, both of those. Um, which says a lot because both are very... Um, ridiculously good to be good at with sonic um being the most patient and the most creative is crazy like it's not fair um but yeah sonic's like skill wise like i don't know much about the rankings it's a bit bit chaotic right now you know um but it feels like sonic's is the best of the best um and i just i don't see why sonic's wouldn't win you know what i mean that's how good he is 
so that's that's pretty scary because I can't think of another player to say that about that isn't like an obvious one. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean Sonics is about to win a major soon because that keeps yeah. happening. Oh yeah, Riddles, man, Riddles. We said this about Spargo win. before it Spargo's happened. Spargo's gonna win. Oh no, Sonics is definitely like <laughs> right there. 100%. If not, if not there already, that is the big thing I'm so. trying to get across. It's not like Sonics is on his way. Sonics is there. I think we said this too after he won CEO. Remember that? That was when yeah. it really started. Really, like we all knew. I think we've been saying this for a while. And CEO yeah. happened. I was like, oh yeah. And then he just reminded us this weekend. I think like he's about to win a. Yeah. I I think a big like a ginormous tournament. Yeah, tournament. he easily could, and yeah. we would be on this show like yeah. Yeah, it's Sonic and it's Sonics. Like, I why would you lose? I don't see that. Like when I watch him, he's just so focused. Like, like laser focus. Heart plays so much, studies so much. I remember he did an interview with Larry, and he was talking about like how he writes down game plans for like every player and like different matchups. And he's like, Larry was like, "How long does this take?" And he's like, "Uh, "It could take a couple hours." And he's like, "For." For each player, and he's like, yeah, like, like he's yeah. working so hard, and those are the things you don't see outside of the tournament, and the things you don't see on the screen, right? On the yeah. screen, you just see Sonic spin, woo, but Sonic go blue ball, wow. But dude, dude works extremely hard, and that's why I'm such a huge fan because you can definitely see the work paying off. Yeah, it works uh, with bad. others as well. Works with uh, Coach Tony a lot, and I mean, oh, when nice. you're getting out like outside resources like that, Coach Tony. Uh, from Florida, one of the best coaches to do it in the biz. So it, it's super sick to see Sonics have this success for so long. And we've known he's been so good for quite a bit. And on top of that, also has a ton of faith in his character. Like he knows how broken Sonic is as a character. Yeah. I, I, the last time I talked to him, I think he said he does not think Sonic loses a single matchup in the game. And he thinks Sonic is like one of the best characters, if not the best character. So he loses like, it's like- of what he thinks. If character. he loses matchups, it might be like two. Aegis? That's the only one I can think of. The only one Roy. I can maybe think Fox. Of. Maybe the Fox only ones or... I can think oh, of are Fox, Aegis, Fox, and Roy. Yeah. yeah, those are like the big ones, right? That um, most people say. I've heard Samus, but like the thing about Sonic, he's so broken that like <laughs> he can come up with a game plan. I think all the time. Yeah, like definitely. the character's not fully developed yet. Is what we're trying to say. You know what I mean? Like there could be so much more Sonic players are doing just because the character has so much amount of options. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, that was I saw him at the end of last year. He tweeted that he was live on Twitch. No spin dash elite smash challenge. I was like, so I tweeted at him because I had a few beers and I was like, genuinely curious. Like, why are you doing this? Like, what's the deal here? Like, are you trying to get better? And he said, Yeah. I think it's a good way to get better. It's a good challenge for myself, and it's good content. Like basically, it's those two things. Like, you know, everyone complains about him spin dash. I feel like it helps with like, all of the possible hard matchups as well. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like genuinely curious. Why are you doing especially this? a projectile one yeah. that might be hard? Yeah, exactly. Be more precise with my movement and baits is what he said. Like specifically yes. that on top of everything else. So hell yeah, I've done cool. practice where I don't jump in neutral. I thought you were gonna say no banana, did he? No oh, jump in no. neutral is way more hardcore than that. I need that. <laughs> no jumping in neutral. Not against me. I need the banana, okay? I jump too much, so sometimes I put the training weights on. Everybody Ooh, jumps okay. too much. Okay. Ultimate. It's ultimate, yeah. What the heck? I know, it's but great. I jump too much in Smash 4. I did this in Smash 4, too. Yeah, yeah you oh, you're you're jumper, double, yeah. double jump back to center on jumper. cloud, double jump air dodge. Oh, man. 
That's the, <laughs> the nervous tweak sign. The moment you saw that, hey, pack it up. Like, oh, uh, and Jen too. Shout out to Jen, ninth yeah. place. Elder Jen. Jake losing to Riddles right before top eight, but Jen had a hell of a run. I think we've all been Jen fans for a while in here. So yeah, Kronos doing really well again as well. Three mm-hmm. O Meister. How the hell? just very. I think Relevant Snake's right OD, now. bro. I used to yeah. I used to be a hater. I used to be a hater. I was like, bro, this character's disadvantage sucks. And now I think their advantage in neutral has caught up so much in the follow-ups off of grenades. Like they're always ready from anywhere. Um, there's been so many like meta developments. I'm like, oh snap. I feel like Snake can win like pretty much any matchup. Still loses the Mimmon though. See you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's crawling their way back into the meta, which is cool because we're seeing multiple representation of the characters. Yeah, multiple snakes did very well this weekend. Oh, yeah, a lot. Snake and Rob, basically. And a lot of Bayos, too, weirdly. Top one. Shout outs to the big boss versus Anathema set. Just killing each other at zero. Yeah, dude. Big boss, Brutal. One thing about Sonic's run is that he went to losers very early. Because of Big Boss's winner's bracket run was pretty ridiculous and if you look winners. at winners yeah. spargo did beat big boss but low-key that should have been game five minimum um and with uh, is... spargo sonics too though exactly. that f smash that f smash Bro, I'll never dude, that f smash it, it was that. angled up if it was not angled up it would have hit but Boy, i understand why he angled it up but mm-hmm. like damn it was just the hurt dude the hurt box shift on fire ah, it just makes me want to scream i know dude that character is so that's how i felt versus like dude when i'm playing against leo's joker or spargo's cloud <laughs> tournament it's already so hard and then i get reversal to a hurt box shift and bro take yeah. infinite damage it's not okay. like i just get hit once i die oh my god okay that... so god i was sleep I've, I, I message has this. I, I'm gonna I wouldn't say it on the podcast. I wasn't going to, but I fell asleep watching Sonic's Ludo. Right, like I was watching it. I was trying. Yeah, and I was like, I can't do it. So I fell asleep, and I actually woke up. Game five of you versus Spargo. Like I, I missed. I missed like the entire set. Yes. And yeah, or no, Winners Finals. And wait, Gluto Sonic's was before Winners Finals. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, oh yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, I've been doing this yeah. so long. Just and I'm losers, still yeah. It. Yeah, and and I wake up, <laughs> and you like do a combo on the the tennis platform, and you try to do runoff forward air, and he hits you with triple up air as he gets limit, and I was just like, oh Dude. no, this is not a good time to be waking up. I can't afford <laughs> to, to get hit by that. <laughs> That one was on me. That one was on me. That was you waking up into the Mr. Krabs meme like well, immediately. Did, the, the hurt box shift for the up air. I was just like, dude, like, what? And, like, and he had limit, and he's not afraid to go to f- for finishing touch. Like, yeah. he's not in those positions. I was so fucking scared that a finishing touch was coming because he does that shit, and then he uh-huh. runs with the momentum. He's so good at that. Yeah. But so, he didn't, like, so, I just got to be – that's another thing. Like, I just have to be perfect, like – not perfect, but I need to be more tight with my hits, like, or acknowledge that to not go for the hit and just not get reversal too, or just um, know that something's not true. Like, understand, like, hey, this is a mix-up. This like follow-up is a risk because I could get hurt. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Because if if you go in knowing that, it, it's way less tilt-inducing 
because it's like, oh, well, I took the risk, right? right. But then it's it's really tilting when you're like, I, that was true. That was supposed to be true. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Big Boss getting his first big top eight, right? Uh, Big Boss I has can't. gotten like some at some other tournaments, like uh, what was the Port Priority? Six. Last port. port Priority Six. Yeah, Port Priority Six. He got top eight. That was probably his first like. This big is one. biggest this, one. This one probably. was. This is yeah. his biggest one in terms of how stacked this tournament was. This tournament was like well, plus uh, win over Cola, win over Sonics is insane. Yeah, and the wins, the wins, the wins. The winners bracket run was really good. And a two, but I mean, MK Leo good. versus Light was pretty crazy as well. So, you know what I'd like to say about Leo's Joker that I'm sure a lot of people probably have realized is that it was improving as the bracket went on. Yes. And that's ridiculous. I, I expect that, but it's crazy that I expect that to, to be that rapid too. Like, I'm not going to lie. Light won game one and I was like, oh, you better go Aegis or something or, or Byleth. And then Leo didn't lose a game after that. <laughs> And I and I'm usually really good at like predicting the flow of a set. That's that's something that's weird. I won this tournament, but when I was watching, you know how I randomly just say something's gonna happen and it happened, and it happens. I was wrong every time. And B would, <laughs> Dang, the players were mixing you, huh? Yes. And B would look at me and she'd be like, "You need to stop before you jinx yourself in tournament." Because I was like, I'm guessing right in bracket, but when I watch, I'm usually like so good at telling what's gonna happen, like just quick like that. I was wrong every fucking time. <laughs> I was freaking myself out. I was like, Sox is going to neutral get up here. Nope. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, Leo's going to do this. Like, Light's going to do this. Never happened. And I'm just like, bro. It's a good thing you were being wrong outside of bracket. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was saying. I was game. like, how am I still winning? Like, I can't I, I can't get into, like, the flow of the sets I'm watching. But it, it was it made it more fun, though. Um Shouts to Gluto as well, uh, but rough roll fighting rough your worst matchup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's counterplay, but counterplay for Sonic as Wario is like the dumbest, like most minuscule thing. Like it's <laughs> clearly being developed, but the matchup ratio is clearly still like not winnable. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it is what it is. Like I've seen Gluto like not go Wario versus Sonic, so we'll see what happens there. But Gluto had a good win versus Mia, which is also like Game Watch is a really hard matchup. And as a Wario fan, and Gluto's like my favorite, I am very curious to see how it develops. He he might be the maybe to a fault the example of a player that sticks with a, a character almost no matter what, like ninety nine percent no matter what. Him and Light getting the same placing, I think, kind of speaks to that. Like they'll they'll always be there, but they might get a rough matchup or like. Like, yeah. I think they both got, like, fifth or something. So, it's like they could get anywhere between, like, first and, and like, fifth. Yep. Because, right. um, like, you know, regardless of what matchup they roll, they're sticking with it. Um, but the thing is, we all, like, they always make it work. Like, once or twice, they'll, like, win a set you don't think is possible. So, no point of doubting them. But when you're their fan, you would wish they, like... <laughs> win another character or something okay speaking of i have a question this is kind of so i was watching riddles versus sonics right do Yikes. you think <laughs> terry is worth it and should it just be kazuya roy 
I was kind of thinking that too. Oh, you're because... saying if you like replayed that set as riddles, you like wouldn't even try Terry. No. You mean I'm, going I forward, mean right? Going forward. Yeah. yeah, I I know what you're saying because it's like, it's like yeah, Terry does better against Sonic, but it's like bro, it's Sonic versus a fighting game character. Like in other matches. Remember our heavy like, conversation like watch, on the show, right? But like, but like yeah, the which... heavy conversation. Yeah, I, I think something important to keep in mind is when something is a true secondary because he's he's truly Terry or Kazuya main at this point, right? Oh, yeah. And then like that's like that's it, like a which ridiculous is great. percentage too, right? Which is great. How much does Terry really help? I think is the question you're asking, right, Marcus? Like where? Yeah. Like Whenever where... Riddles pulls out Terry, it's better. But if you look at the ratio, it's like, yeah, but is it worth? Why are you doing this? Dub? Well, that's yeah. the other thing is if something's a secondary, it's, it's never going to be as good as your main, right? Like your Sephiroth is incredible, but it's not like your Diddy. Your Diddy's like, you know, it's your Diddy. It, it won yeah. a major well, solo, I mean... basically. It's close. But, well, the thing with the fighting game guys, too, because I had the same, to a lesser extent, before Kazuya came out, I thought about playing Terry and Ken because the inputs are like the same, right? Like it should be pretty easy. There's something about it that's just so different. I don't know what it is. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't translate well. And since Kazuya is different too, like his, his jump squat and like, all, he just feels so different. Like Ryu, Ken, and yeah. Terry all kind of fit in the same bucket. And Kazuya is like a little, like, like a cousin or something. Like he's close, but not yeah. the same. It's like, is Terry, I, I see, I don't know, man. Is he worth it? Like which, which matchups do you really need him for that? Kazuya can't brute strength his way through. Kind of like yeah. we're saying with, uh, with Gluto and, and light, like just win. Cause you're fucking Kazuya. Cause you can kill anyone in one hit. Or do you really need to look at the hardest matchups that Kazuya has, like Sonic, and figure out what works for you? And then because it's always him. good. Yeah, so I it like. It reminds me of. Yeah. It reminds me of when I'm playing Diddy's really good matchups. Like if I play a Ken player, and they switch to Ryu, and they're like, "Yeah, I have better projectiles," and it's like, "Are you really forcing me to like play any differently?" You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and even if Wait. it's better. Yeah, like, it is. It's right. it's not better enough, and. How I feel about it is like if you're switch if Riddle switches off t- uh, Kazuya into Terry versus Sonic, are you really forcing the issue? Like, is Sonic's really going to drastically have to be like, oh snap, I have to do this, this, and this? No, Sonic's game plan is going to be very similar. Terry just has a bit better burst range. Now it's like okay, More crack shooters, crack shooters on the table. And I'm not gonna loses- lie, that's a very easy adjustment. Yep. Just like I said my, with my example as a Diddy player. And, you know, I wanted to bring up the heavy conversation we had. Shout-outs to Jackal, uh, who had the DQ this weekend. He got sick, and I, I blame him, I think, for why I'm sick. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so he mentioned, he's like, why are you going to play X heavy or Y heavy? Just play the one that, like, hits you the hardest when they get a hit. Like, why are you trying to play the balanced one? They're only going to be so high on a tier list. And it's the same thing if you're Riddles and you're fighting Sonics. Put everything into yeah. the basket to kill when you get a hit. Go Kazuya. A- like like Marcus said, go Kazuya and then have the Roy for a backup. Like play a genuine matchup. That is realistic. And um, But Kazuya is your best character, right? And, you know, if we look at... Like Sonic is just that good of a character where he will just... You have no chance um he, he's just that strong same thing with gluto like do you like look at wario versus sonic <laughs> waft isn't doable right you're not going to get any confirms wario's playing a stray hit game 
how much damage does Wario do if he's just getting one hit per interaction? <laughs> and then how much damage does Sonic do in a combo? It's ridiculous. It's like it's like Fox sometimes. Um, so just think of the ratio of that matchup. As good as a character as people may think Wario is, the ratio of that matchup could be something like humorously bad. Um, and you can say the same thing for like even like Kazuya. And Kazuya can kill you in one hit. So imagine how bad it is for Wario. <laughs> um, Wario he can kill you killing... in one hit in very specific scenarios after a minute and a half. And it doesn't work on Sonic. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't work on Sonic. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, it's it's a tough situation. But yeah, like you might as well like gamble everything into the Kazuya and then have the Roy as a backup. But that's the, the other thing. It's and... a really tough situation if you're Riddles. Because this is like a matchup or two and like a player or two like and that's how sometimes i feel with sephiroth because disclaimer i practiced diddy and sephiroth equally fully equally i played sephiroth zero times at let's make big moves yep but i'm just sticking to it because i know there's going to be a couple brackets where i have to fight steve or i have gotta, to fight x character or y gotta bring out the sword gotta, man. gotta, gotta fight out. big d well, and you're like oh man yeah so if that's worth it for you they go for it, but it's it's not easy to like make that decision. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's that's what was interesting too, though, because up until a certain point, you were kind of done with Sephiroth too, though. You were I'm committing solo Diddy completely, and then when you fought Big D, you were like, I'm just gonna do it, Diddy, and he beat you game one. And you're like, fuck it, I'm going Sephiroth. And then that's what I'm saying about Terry is like, do you for what Terry can do? Can you just pocket him and like just pick him for? I don't even know what fucking matchup you would do because if it's not there's probably a bunch but it's not big enough of a difference that's what i'm saying though like for like you did it for ice climbers which is like fucking impossible for diddy like for him you went from oh sonic's impossible for kazuya oh it's also impossible for terry like what's the fucking point yeah. you know what i mean and you're it's six four instead of seven three or something like, just like, <laughs> like okay. that, yeah yeah still- now he has to play around crack shoot like can sonic's like you're bringing in the conversation of can sonic's play around crack shoot and the thing yes. is Maybe yes. a year, maybe more, like a year or two ago, where there wasn't that many Sonic players and Sonic as a character wasn't developed because it took Sonic players years to figure out how to play the character because they couldn't spin dash in the shield. So because of that, you didn't really have to worry about that in the beginning. But now we're at the point where there's a really, really like top five good Sonic player in these brackets, right? And he's going to get far. You're going to have to play him. So Riddles can't ignore the fact that he can, you can't, you can't just bank on the fact that you're going to dodge Sonics. You need an answer. And yeah. if, if your answer is, Because oh, Riddles is going to get far can't... every time too. So. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, if you're banking everything on, oh, can, can Sonics camp Kazuya and can Sonics camp out Crackshoot? I don't think that's worth it. Personally, because you're, you're not like, at least with even, even uh, Gavin's, choice as a secondary i don't agree with in terms of is it optimal but the archetype is there at the end of the day uh diddy is like this long-range brawler like you can camp with banana but banana is like a situational camping tool because is there a block is there a hydrant is there like something shutting banana down and then past the banana diddy's a brawler oh okay if you can't do those things and win you have a sword so it's like at the end of the day i don't think sephiroth's the most optimal sword character but tweak makes it work so, but at the end of the day, he's got a sword, right? And he can play towards that strategy. Yeah. Yeah. With Riddles, it's like, oh, uh, I'm a fighting game character with Crackshoot. 
that's just that's it that that's right. really it, all it is it and reminds it's like, me hey, of your like, opponent can play around that you need another archetype you need something else and roy is just such a clear easy cut of an answer because roy is also low maintenance you want a low maintenance secondary so i, I think roy just fits the bill and on paper roy feels like the correct answer it's rare ages right like that's that's kind yeah. of where we're at with this with this pick and for ages i mean sonics beat leos ages and cosmos and had a good set against Sparko's ages so if i'm looking yeah. at that i'm like fuck that i'm not trying to compete with <laughs> all those uh, either ages mains or co-mains because you know sonics is going to put work in in that matchup too so yeah i think roy might be the the call I, I like this roy up. too cola yeah. can just tell him why like while he's learning roy cola can just be like yeah your roy sucks because of this because X, Y, Z, you know what I'm saying? Like He will. I'm, just, I'm sure I'm he does. Keeping, I'm keeping it a buck. I'm sure you're, he does. You, your main grinding partner, like I see Cole and Riddles grind so much at tournaments. Yeah. So you I have, faith have that he'll the figure best it out. Roy player to give you advice. Riddles is I might not say it nicely, practice, but so he's going to figure it out. Bro, he loves shutting up haters too, So and that would certainly do that. Cause it reminds me of like, this is a funny example because Sonics did lose to Big Bosses Rob. But it reminds me of like when people suggest like certain matchups being hard for Sonic, and I always just have a bunch of question marks like above my head because like, like let's use Rob for example. It's like the first thing that comes to mind. It's like, yeah, I have Laser and Gyro to deal with like X X and Y with Sonic, and I'm like, okay, so they just have to like be the fastest character in the game and play around and those run two and grab your <laughs> item and then spin dash after grabbing so, your item. So it's like it's it's like oh like. And with Terry as the example, it's even easier to explain to anyone, right? Like, yeah, like, Kazuya doesn't have this, but Terry has this. So it's like, oh, you're a fighting game character with this option, and I'm just going to continue to play <laughs> a very slightly varied game plan of the same super dominant oppressive game plan. And, dude, especially in a best of five, like, like Luto or Riddles, like those are back to back with Sonics. It's like, bro, the, those two winning one game is so impressive. Like I pretty much consider it a W. Like <laughs> so, Gluto getting that one game is like, wow, you made huge strides. But it's like, bro, you have to win in this matchup, and you need to win three games before they do. Yeah, and Hell dude, no. that that Waffle Hell really no. whiff too. Remember that was that game four for Gluto the air yeah. dodge. But like you said, it doesn't work, so that's a part of the matchup. But it was still really well, close. It wasn't true, and um, Sonic has a frame two air dodge. So. Yep, not fair. I mean, Fox and one of the best ledge hangs in the game. Sonic's disadvantage is a little too strong for what the character does, but that's a topic for another day. That's a Patreon episode. See, yeah, which we have to do. It is January. So. Oh, true. oh yeah, true. Hey, check out the Patreon. By the yeah, way, it's been doing great. Uh, we really appreciate it. I feel like it. Uh, we had we had B on the show. Uh, she was a bit shy, but she was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll start with a Patreon episode. You know what I mean? Like a good way to start out. And I think she did great. Um, but yeah, doing like a guest episode on the Patreon. And I feel like we got a bunch of supporters and I appreciate that. So yeah, if you're interested, we do record a bonus episode every month. We answer questions. If a uh, tier two patrons have bucks. any. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I cheat and answer the the tier one questions, but don't tell anyone I said that. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we're gonna get so much submissions. <laughs> no, but but we'll for sure answer every tier two question. Not exactly, for sure exactly. answer every tier one question. You'll be in line behind everyone else who paid more. Obviously, yeah, it, it's funny because 
sometimes it will only have like a handful so i'll be like i it's fine it's fine um but yeah fantastic event uh no bias i had a, I had a great time uh the cool thing about it is like you know it's like one of our biggest things from i'm from tri-state so i didn't have to fly b and i like took the train there and back uh, we had a good time in new york city i'm sure charles is jealous of the pizza we ate and stuff like that uh so yeah, shout out to Max and so Max and Joe yeah. and stuff. Uh, and thanks to you, y- y'all, and everyone in the venue that was really happy to see me succeed and win. Like that felt great. Um, and it's kind of crazy that I won this tournament series twice now. Yeah. Uh, you won the very first one, right? Let's make very it first one. Long, like it 20, feels like yeah, a century ago with Donkey Kong Wario. Wow, what a throw. Donkey Kong, Wario, and Krom. Krom. Oh, that was the Krom. Yeah, back when you That was the start. That was one of the big starts of my Wario in bracket. Um, Because Cosmos and I won doubles. And I used Wario because it's Wario and doubles. It was just like, you know, the game is new, but it sounded like it made sense at the time. And Wario is definitely pretty solid in doubles. This must have been a long time ago if you were playing doubles. Doubles, yep. Exactly. And... um, all the top players we played against was like, bro, Tweak, your Wario is your best character. And I was like, really? <laughs> and I played Wario in singles that tournament because of the people around me. And I ended up winning with Wario. Like, I didn't plan on it. Um, so, yeah, that is just kind of a beautiful moment in my life. Because oh, the game was so new that, you know, we were all figuring it out, so... That was a really fun time for Ultimate. Dude, we got the Buzz's road the Buzz's uh Oh jeez, yeah, Palu popping up here too. Sorry, it messed with me because her a uh, neutral air hadn't got patched yet, so it was so slow. Oh, it took you know so what I'm saying? forever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, sorry, the Buzz is Palu, dude. What a throwback. Holy yeah. shit. I've played it's it a couple awesome. times over the years. We've done like Joker Palu. It's just some weird stuff. Um uh, uh yeah, DeBuzz was one of those people I was chatting with about like just practice in general. So, uh, shouts to DeBuzz too. We need to get DeBuzz to pick up like someone else though. Palu, Palu again. Does, does anyone like want to help me figure that out? Like have like oh, an intermission with like oh intervention intervention with we with uh, DeBuzz with oh. DeBuzz. Like just sit him down and like give him the character select screen and be like pick between one of these characters and it's like all the messed up characters in this game i've actually had conversations with him about it it just sucks because steve i i say steve i think the on paper answer is steve but he does doesn't enjoy playing the character he he really enjoys playing rosa but rosa has some the rosa is different limitations yes there's there's some clear limitations did he really go pit versus light yep i heard yeah yep sheesh Dude, the buzz is down bad, bro. The pit is coming out in brackets. The pit? Oh, man. That's not and, good. I'm going to be honest. Uh-huh. I don't play pit. I don't play fox. Pit fox sounds kind of hard. I think kind the of. fox if pit, if pit, get, if pit gets hit everywhere. one time, what the happens? What the hell does pit even do? <laughs> like, what do you do? Oh, okay. are, you're like a neutral fundies character? Oh, I'm fox. Yeah. <laughs> I Fox is the neutral fundy character. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, no fundy. I mean, yeah, you could say it's kind of crazy. Low key. <laughs> huh? It's pit with kind of stupid. I'm not gonna. It's hold like it. the one game I missed. So 
Yeah. Oh, did he take a game? No. No, a bit. No. That's crazy. But I mean, it did well. You know. He took a game with Olimar. Oh, come on. If you're going to say Riddles is a drop Terry, you cannot be talking this pit up. Come on. Oh, no. We know. I'm not endorsing I... this pit. You know who I endorse because I tell the buzz to play the same character every time we bring Min-min. it up. But what is it? It makes sense Min-min. for Min-min. Oh, Min-min, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Min-min fits Min-min great. Min-min I would love to wish... Min-min Steve main. Not Steve. Well, he doesn't want to do Steve. You can't Whatever it him. takes. You can't force, can't force to anyone to play Steve if they can't do no. it. Wrong generation. Especially, He's a brawl player. Yeah. You can't do it. I was going to say, yeah. it, it depends on when it's, you start. It is literally generational for the most part. Yeah. Um, we also got a shout point. out Umi Boro, right? We do. Yeah. Let, yeah we can wrap say. it up with that. Oh, true. This, this Aquilo episode is dominant. Yeah. Very much like, so. Like we said, the big four coming in Genesis you, Aquila, Leo, and Spargo. But, dude, I mean, all four of you can make top eight. None of you can make top eight. Very unlikely, but I don't know about possible. that one. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. It's That's just how I would bet obscene amounts. Of yeah, me too. Like way. thousands of dollars. Yeah, that, yeah like that, that one actually, of you would make top eight. That one of the four of us. I don't know. Oh well, that. yeah. Maybe I'm, even two. What were the odds? What are the odds? I would That's even, what I'm saying. Odds. I would we even bet odds. obscene amount of money on two of the four. Like I would need fatality it. to tell us the side betting odds on this one. <laughs> Do. Good old Griffin on the side bet. Yeah, Cola won. T got second. T very, very, very consistent. As T well. is also one of the most dominant players yeah. in Smash, not only just Japan. I need to see Yoshi's. T is Yoshi the face you NA see tournament. in top eight. You know what I mean? I know. We do need to see. Dude, he, he has the putting Yoshi top tier. Like Yoshi top three. Dude. What the hell is going on? That's Wait, was Ken at this tournament? Uh. I Didn't Ken remember. beat Yoshidora? Did Ken like just have? I can't remember who beat. Was Yoshidora's losers run that big, or was I looking at? It was a, a long. Tournament? It was a pretty long losers run. Okay. Um, because didn't Ken four, beat Yoshidora? Four, I think you should four or five. Maybe Shuton beat Yoshidora. So maybe I was looking at a different tournament. You might so be I right did. though. I don't. I do not remember. Maybe Ken wasn't here. Uh, maybe I should shut up because I don't know much about this maybe event because I was in at New York, a different tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Oh, we know top eight. So all right, there we go. Yeah. We got it here. Yeah, lost lost Ken? T and Ken. There you go. Oh, Ken. There you go. Oh, and this this tournament was crazy. So where yeah, it was yeah, Yucky, dude. It was yeah. So Yoshidora's run had to be crazy if Ken didn't get top long. eight. Yeah, it was long. This is this a top classic. Yeah. This is a, a classic Japanese tournament. Um, Umibora has been. A yeah. series that's been going on forever in Japan. Shout out to I think it's one of those things where like PTO. all the people at Let's Make Big Moves wanted to watch it, even though we were playing. Like yeah. it's one of those tournaments, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love those tournaments, the crossover events. Um, but it did suck because we didn't have any Japanese players at Let's Make Big Moves, and they obviously didn't. You know, it's whatever, man. Didn't work out, but obviously it's gonna happen at Genesis. That'll be a good one. Um, into before we wrap up today, a couple shout outs. Uh, as you notice, we have a new layout here. Our producer, Chris, has been hard at work creating a uh, oh. new layout here. It looks really, really nice. He did a great job. Yeah. And like Gavin said at the beginning of the episode, B as well. Um, changing the color scheme looks very good. Uh, orange my favorite color, so that worked out well. Orange and green <laughs> looking good. Is the We're going with versions now instead of seasons. So, you know, fits in line uh, with Tweaks branding there a little bit. So we thought that was a good decision to make. And then... The last one is that in addition to, so this is our first episode of the year, so we also want to announce, what's up? What are you laughing at? 
I'm trying so my Marcus, best. I think, was like looking down at his phone or something. Oh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Stop laughing I, at me. I, I thought really I'm trying my best. I thought Marcus fell asleep for a second, y'all. Oh, uh, he do be sleeping. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what is this? Like, this is. Well, yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't know Gluto Sonics was playing. Is also. this a Mario Party like <laughs> mini game? Are we about to fight? Okay, buddy. Duke it out. All right, all right, all right. Oh, sick. I got also? the top player on my team. Let's go. Very, very exciting. Oh yeah. Oh, this is sweet. Yeah, this is a sweet layout. Very, very exciting development for Tweet Talks is we are working with an individual who goes by Haramski. And he translates Smash Ultimate content to Japanese. And now Tweet Talks, we've been working with him and we're going to be doing Tweet Talks translated to he's gonna do Japanese subtitles for it, which is very, very exciting for several different yeah. reasons. So yeah, check that out. He's been doing it's it for a while, yeah. but yeah, now it's it's like super official and it's we're really, really happy to be working with him. We've actually wanted to for a long time, but it just kind of fell off the radar and now it's back on. So we're super happy. Um we love and probably one of our favorite things, definitely one of my favorite things about Ultimate is how global it is. So being able to reach a whole new audience and a new um set of people is, is really important to us. So yeah. we're really happy we can it's, make that it's happen. It's crazy and, how popular it is. Yeah. The show is like in different places. So thank you for that. Yeah. So new season, off to a good start here. New color scheme, new merch version, is coming new out. Version. New version, new version. Thank you. Good call. Good call. <laughs> new version. New version is strong. We'll have the merch. We'll get the link to the merch, the link to the Japanese translation, uh, to everything. We'll put it all in the info there. So we'll get it all going there. But we're pretty excited. It's gonna be a good season. It's gonna be a good version. There we go. All right, that's it. Go ahead, Gavin, sign us out. Yeah, thank you so much for everything supporting the show. Uh shouts to Max and Joe and everyone for running a fantastic event, all the TOs and um yeah, thank you so much. Have a good one. See you.